<clears throat> good morning, good morning. On today's podcast, I have special guest, Dwan Pence-Weifert. Dwan, America's most sought-after real estate investor, started as a broke, single mom who had been fired from Denny's. She has personally flipped over 2,000 properties and taught thousands of people how to become financially free. Dwan is affectionately known as the queen of short sales and is considered to be the nation's number one expert on short sales and foreclosures. She has written three bestsellers, Short Sale, Pre-Foreclosure Investing, and How to Sell a House When It's Worth Less Than the Mortgage. Her most recent New York Times bestseller was written with Steve Forbes, Successonomics. She is highly sought after and has been featured on Fox and Friends, MSNBC, Naomi's Good Morning, Colorado and Company, and many other TV, radio, podcasts, and print medias. Dwan also has a top-rated podcast called The Most Wonderful Real Estate Podcast Ever. Currently, Dwan and her husband are rehabbing a town. It's her craziest project to date. In a business dominated by men, Dwan has certainly left her mark. Have a listen. Have you ever had negative thoughts in your mind that you aren't good enough, that you'll never be successful? If so, you're not alone. I've had those thoughts playing in my mind ever since I took the leap to become an entrepreneur. It's a dirty, dark secret that no one likes to talk about as the glamorization of becoming an entrepreneur is shown in the media. I realized that in order to succeed, I needed help. We all do. So I decided to go all in on myself, spending thousands of hours in the trenches, reading, joining groups, listening to podcasts, hiring coaches to develop a bulletproof morning routine for success. Join me on my journey as together we build our morning fire to ignite our lives as entrepreneurs. My name is Jeff Wickersham, and this is the Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast. Welcome to the show. I am extremely excited to have Dwan Bent Twyford on the show today. Dwan, welcome to the show. Yay. Thank you, Jeff. I'm so excited. I know we're going to have so much energy. It's going to be electric in this uh, this this episode. So I always love to start out getting us into the proper state to have that that great conversation. So we're going to do three power breaths, a breath in through the belly, the chest, raise our hands above the head, go ahead and breathe in. And out. Another breath in. And out. Final breath in. And out. Now I'm going to count down three, two, one. When I get to one, we're going to yell boom at the top of our lungs to get the energy going in three, two, one, and boom. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for playing along. There you go. There you go. It's Hey, getting into state is a powerful thing. And so many times we don't operate that way. And a little bit of screaming, a little bit of breathing. It's amazingly, uh, amazingly powerful. So I love starting out my show on my guests go to morning habit ritual routine that they use maybe one or two things that they do every single day that sets them up for that path towards success. Well, you know, one of the things I do is something that you talk about is uh, I start every single day off. I drink a bottle of water. I have, I have my little bottle on my nightstand and that my, my deal is I'm not allowed to get off the bed for any reason. I can't go, nothing can't go pee, nothing. I drink my bottle of water and then it really does like electrify your cells and it really does wake you up. It's amazing. When you start doing it, you're just like, whoo, wow, I feel that. And so that's my, my first thing every day, have my water, and then I can think about like the, the very next thing I'm going to do. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I love the rehydration of the body first thing we wake up since we it go does. we go the longest period throughout our days at night when we're sleeping without water. And I know you had shared that 
when you do that and you've you've done it recently like the last year or two yeah and I never miss a day you felt now you feel this energy you feel so much better your skin looked better all these pieces to the equation that have have just helped you yeah, tremendously yeah, my nails start growing better like it's really amazing i drink water i'm a water i always drink some water but i started that in the morning you really can sort of feel your cells waking up it's it's crazy how good it makes you feel for and it's, you know first thing out of the gates you're like okay got my water now now what now your radio. Love it. Love it. So Dwan, tell tell the audience a little backstory. I know we're going to get a little bit into real estate, but we're going to also get into, you know, how do you build an empire, raising a family, those, those types of questions. Yeah. But describe kind of your journey, because I know it's, it's definitely a, an interesting one that, that people are going to gravitate towards. So I started off, uh, you know, I, I always tell people like in my twenties, I, I was a train wreck. It was the eighties, disco. I was just a train wreck. I worked in club. It was, it was a, I was a trend for a full decade, but I got married. I had a baby. I was 30. I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to raise kids. I'm going to be the Girl Scout mom, the homeroom mom. Like, this is going to be amazing. And when my daughter was only eight months old, her husband, my, her husband, my, my husband and I really unexpectedly split up. So now I had no money, no car. I have a baby. I really have no actual job skills. And I'm like, dang, like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. But what I knew I didn't want to do, what I didn't want to have for a raise up in daycare, and I didn't want to squash all my dreams of like going on the field trips and being like that mom. I wanted to be that fun mom. And so I really just set out on a journey looking for something where I could work for myself and work from home and raise my daughter and not have to have somebody else, you know, tell me what to do, cut my hours, and, and I could be free to do all these things like that. So it wasn't even really that I started out looking for real estate investing. I was literally looking for something, Jeff, where I could just work from home. Gotcha. I didn't really care what it was. I didn't care. And back in the you know 90s, she was born in 88. So at that time period, we did not have the internet. We didn't have all these things. So we had to get the classified section of the newspaper, which is something most kids don't know about today. And right. that's where all the jobs were. And there's all these jobs, work from home, work from home, work from home. So I went to everything. And also it was multi-level marketing. And that was big in the 80s and 90s. I mean, it's still always big, but it was really big. And I was just looking for something where I could, I could just be at home. That was really it. And I found real estate investing. And I liked it. And I liked the freedom. And I liked the physical work of working on houses. And I liked seeing the work of my hands. And I was also kind of angry. So doing all that physical work was really good for my, my mental attitude. I would be like smacking things and tearing things off the walls with sledgehammers yeah. and like, oh my God, I feel so good. Demo and, work, right? Demo <laughs> work. Oh my God. I, I, I loved it. I mean, you know, obviously as I got a little older, it's like, oh, my bones. But in, out of the gate, it was so satisfying and so much fun. But then I made a bunch of money and I thought, holy cow. I can't believe how much money I've made. I'm just going to keep doing this. So it really kind of happened by, by accident. I mean, God has a plan, so it was not clearly by accident. But it was not anything I'd ever thought about. I just wanted freedom. Okay. Freedom. That was really it. I just wanted freedom. I wanted freedom to like be that mom. Gotcha. Freedom and freedom and flexibility to, to be yeah. that mom. So back then, 
I would say real estate was much more of a boys club, right? And, and investing. How, how did you, how'd you, how'd you break through and, and how did you get your, how'd you get your first deal and have that gumption to say, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm moving forward and, and this is what I'm going to do. Well, you know, it's funny. So going to all these, uh, Monte, all these job places, I, I, you know, you start kind of seeing sort of the same people. And so I met these guys and they're like, Oh yeah, we buy houses and we fix them up and we sell them. So, you know, okay. I'm really naive. So I'm thinking, okay, they buy houses, they fix them up. So that, that must mean decorate. I love to decorate. I have excellent taste. I'll decorate and I'll sell houses. I'll be a decorator. That'd be great. So legitimately, when I went in to do my first house, I truly somewhere in my mind thought I was just going to decorate this house and make it look beautiful and sell it. <laughs> so as it turns out, rehabbing and decorating are not the same thing. So I found myself at Home Depot and taking classes and learning how to lay tile and put in kitchens and how to build screens. And like I, I, and I'm doing all this. So I move in to this house. I fix it. I work on it. I sell it. And I'm, I move. And I'm moving with my daughter till she starts kindergarten. And by that time, they'd opened up a real estate investors association, okay. which is like, you know, just a group of all the real estate investors. It was in the paper. There's going to be this real estate meeting i thought oh hey there must be other investors besides me i'm gonna go to this meeting and there was like 80 people there and there was like me and one other girl it was all men i remember looking around like oh are women supposed to be investors like i didn't i didn't know i didn't have any basis for anything and uh and of course all the guys were just like oh aren't you cute you know not not taking me serious this is 30 years ago so okay. Uh, not taking me serious, but as it turned out, I was actually doing more business than they were doing. And when I started talking to people and they started seeing what I was doing, I think they accepted me just out of respect because I was actually doing more than them, but I didn't know what I was doing was even enough to be considered like, wow, you're amazing. Cause I had no comparison. Gotcha. I was like, I was a total rock star. And I didn't even know it. That's awesome. And and I love that you just jumped in with both feet, right? You you had what you thought was going to be just decorating and then you had to go and learn. And and uh, I, my brother and I have been investing in real estate for 17 years and, and we still own properties. And we did very much the same when we were starting out. It was my dad, brother and I, and we had yeah. to go rehab a place. It was the three of us up there learning how to to do different things. And it's tremendously empowering when you can figure it out, get it done. And, and it uh, really was. I mean, I remember like, you know, taking a tile class and I, I went and tiled a whole kitchen. And uh, I took classes on electrical and plumbing and learned how to put it in toilets. And I would be sleeping at night. I'd be putting together cabinets. And I remember thinking like, wow, this is so cool that I can do all this. This is amazing. I can do all this stuff. And now my husband and I are actually rehabbing an entire town. We're doing a town. A town. We've got 20 buildings and we're rehabbing a town. Where's this Where's this town at? Where are you this doing town it? town is in Clinton, Iowa. So my husband is from Clinton, Iowa. And okay. he likes to go back for all the high school reunions. His school's really good. Every five years they have this. Re and like hundreds. Everybody comes to these giant reunions. And we're going back now, you know, for 20 years we've been together. And I was like, man, this little downtown like, needs some love down here, you know. And so this last reunion, we were like you know what, why don't we find out what's happening down here? Because the downtown looks the same to me for 20 straight years and nothing is changing. It's just like a few businesses and a lot of boarded up buildings. Let's mm -hmm. just see if they have like something happening that we could get involved in. 
and turns out they have a uh, they have a massive uh, rejuvenation program and okay. millions of dollars available for grants and all this stuff. So we were like, oh my god, would that be so cute to fix this up and make it like a Hallmark town? Then let's do that. <laughs> I don't know. We lost our mind. We bought like a building and then we bought a building and then we bought like two more and then we bought three more. And then all of a sudden we ended up with 20. Wow. It's insane. So now I'm just like, okay, we are actually working on an entire town now. <laughs> gotcha. So, so in the real estate game, obviously you're, you're kind of, you're, you're just a solopreneur there, right? Out there getting it, getting it done. What are a couple, uh, obviously you had an expectation that was much different than the the reality. What would be a couple other lessons that you learned through your journey that would be applicable to any business, right? What what were a couple of lessons that you learned? Well, I think my my first my first lesson was that I really was not prepared for what real estate investing actually was. Like I did not know what it meant to rehab a house clearly because I thought I was going to decorate. And so you know, and I'm not using the internet as an excuse, but like 30, 32 years ago, we really didn't have as many things at our fingertips as we have today. So I would tell anybody, if you really want to get in any, any business at all, really learn about that business, find a couple of good people. And the thing about finding people is there's so many millions of people on the internet. So some people are like, for me, are actual real real estate investors that teach and have a successful student. Some people are just really good info marketers. Mm -hmm. So you got to find someone and look at different people and really find someone where your moral compass aligns. Right. And you really hear what they're saying. Like, okay, I, I like her. I hear what she says. You know, I like her moral compass. She's, she's got people before profits is her motto. Like she's on the right path and find a, a, someone or a few people and, and learn, learn what it is that you're actually going to be doing. Because I really started now, after I rehabbed for four or five years, I started wholesaling, which, you know, it's like flipping houses. Yep. And then I started buying rentals and then commercial and then, you know, on it goes. But if I had known everything I know now, I probably would not have started as a rehabber because I didn't have any experience at all. I didn't even, I didn't even own tools. <laughs> I remember when I met my husband, we, I lived in this house here in Fort Irwin now. And the first time he came over, I saw my garage. He was like, damn girl. I've never seen a woman with so many tools with like a fully aligned garage. I'm like, dude, I've been rehabbing forever. If there is a tool, I have it. All of the tools. And he was so impressed with my tool collection. That's too funny. <laughs> too funny. So yeah, I would say to your point, just reinforcing it, back then, 30 years ago, it was much harder to research and learn. Today, with technology, if you're starting any business, be sure to research and learn. There's so much out there, Google, YouTube, you you name it, you can find so much out there. I mean, I'll share an example. I started a podcast and I just went out to YouTube and watched five, six videos. And here I am three years later yeah. you, with the podcast. So you, you can definitely absolutely <laughs> do the research, but you have to do it because otherwise you might end up like you did originally you, thinking you, you were just going to decorate. You yeah. really have to, because I mean, you know, I didn't. And so one of the things I love about my story is I really am like a true rags to riches. I mean, I was fired from Denny's. I grew up just very middle class, like, you know, nothing special. And I became very successful. I've written three bestsellers. I wrote a book with Steve Forbes. I've had an infomercial. I've got, you know, 500,000 students. 
So I had built like this amazing uh, empire and much of it was trial and error. So the thing I do like about my story is when I'm saying like, hey, don't do this and this and this and this, is because I did. And here's what happened. So you work with me, you can cut your learning curve because if there's a bonehead mistake, I've already made it. So you don't need to reinvent the wheel when you're working with me. So that's one thing, you know, and I, and I, and I love that I have students that the first year out of the gate, they actually crack a million dollars. But I'm, I'm like you, I'm like, get up, here's your schedule, here's what you do. Like you got to have all these things in play or that's never going to happen. Right. And, and so I, there's just so much available to people. But of course, you have to you have to weed through, you know, the people that you probably don't need to be following. Right, right. Okay, so real estate in general now, what's your take on, you know, with the new market trends? Where where should if if somebody's like, hey, I'm I'm new to the real estate game, I might want to do a short sale, I might flip, fix and flip, I might do what? Wholesale. What do you think? Where's where's the opportunities out there right now in the marketplace? Well, I think uh, right now there's a lot of opportunity for a lot of subject twos because a lot of people have been in this nationwide forbearance agreement for you know months and months and months and months and months, and they haven't made like I'm, I got a girl right now. She's like I didn't make payments. The bank said they put them on the back of my loan, but now they're not doing that. And so this is someone that's a, you know in her thirties, and the bank's not putting the payments on the back like they said and. They're wanting her to come up with $20,000, <clears> which she doesn't have. So I think that because so many people have been in the forbearance mindset, like, we'll just go, the bank will work with me and put my payments on the back and I'll pick up my next payment. It's not actually panning out like that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are starting already to miss payments and they're walking away from properties. Wow. They're just walking away. So now I'm a big, I'm a big wholesaler. Get it, okay. flip it, get it, flip it, you know, get that money, make that money, save that money, quit your job, put yourself on a budget, get yourself to where you have a, a good amount of money that you feel safe jumping into real estate full time. Uh, rehabbing is, is just, everything's too expensive right now. You know, materials materials and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could buy a plywood uh, piece of plywood for like 18 bucks last year. It's like $95. So it's too expensive really for yeah because just as you spend a bunch of money on a house doesn't make the house worth more money right it's worth what the neighborhood says it's worth so if you can rehab it for twenty five thousand, and now it costs you 65 the house is still worth this much money right so rehabbing i think right now it's like if things are too expensive subject twos are good where you just you know someone deeds their house to you and you kind of own finance it or lease it or something Wholesaling, always amazing. Short sales are, I'm so excited. Short sales are going to be like back, back, back. Because mm -hmm. I actually wrote, the. I don't know if you know this, I actually wrote the very first short sale program for investors back in the 90s. And I trademarked the term short sales as it applies to real estate investing. So I'm the queen of short sales. I'm super excited. My favorite topic is going to be looping back around. And, um, and I, you know, we're really big on buying commercial right now. There's just, people are just walking away from all these buildings. But there's still a lot of people that want to start businesses. Yeah, it's an interesting, interesting take because obviously the commercial real estate, everybody's going virtual and a lot of people doing some different things. So uh, you're going the the opposite way. So well, yeah, we bought a lot of those buildings. But one of the buildings that we bought is a four-story building. The downstairs is commercial apartments, apartments, and commercial. Every single space downstairs was filled during COVID. And people started new businesses. 
and they're doing great. We don't have one empty space in any of the 20 buildings, not one space. And most of those people moved in in the last two years and started businesses and they're really doing well. They're really like, I'm just like, hey, man, this is awesome. Look at all these people going out. We've got, you know, one couple that are like 25, both of them. And they start this little Western clothing store and they're jam packed day and night. Like, and this girl started a, a holistic massage, flow tanks. She's booked weeks, 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 weeks in advance. And Antique Mall got started and all these little businesses and they're really killing it. That's awesome. Why do you, why do you think that is? Is it because people had an opportunity to pause and say, okay, what, what do I really want to do with my life? I feel that way because one of the girls that started the holistic with the float tanks and all that, she yep. was a nurse and she always wanted to really be like more of a holistic and she had time and she's like, you know what? I'm going to open this little space. And she went to the space and then it grew. And now she has like five spaces in this building and tearing all the walls down to this massive thing. And this woman is like every minute of the day for weeks in advance. And then people were like, hey, I want to rent a little space. I'm going to paint some furniture. And next thing you know, they have a full blown antique mall. So I do think that some of these people that didn't have jobs had a minute and thought, you know what? I could get this little space. I could try it. If it doesn't work, you know. And we were really flexible, like, hey, it's COVID. If you, you know, I, I get you want to start this little thing. If it doesn't pan out, I'm not going to lock you in to a super long lease. Like, we'll just give you a chance. Every space is full. Everyone's in leases now and everyone's business is doing well. It's crazy. That's, I mean, that that's incredible and fantastic, uh, fantastic to, to hear for sure. Do you I have know. any, do you have any other uh, wisdom you want to share related to uh, real estate investing for anybody that might be, uh, might be new to the game? Well, I really just feel for anyone that's new, if you've been even thinking about it for a while and you're thinking there's always an excuse why you should wait. So if you just kind of take the excuses off the plate and say, hey, you know what? Now I heard Duan today. This means this is my sign. Today's my day. I think you just need to start. Because as you know, you coach people on habits and all their things and it's easy to put it off and put it off. But when you do that, sometimes years go by. You're like, dang, I can't believe for like four years I didn't go for one walk. And people do the same thing. Oh, I'm going to start, you know, next year, next, whatever, next, 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 next. It's like, stop doing that and just say, today, today is my day, today. And do it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Mindset is such a critical factor to success and, and just take action, right? So many times we have the knowledge, we've done the research, we've learned, but we don't apply that action. And yep. then we stay in the uh, in the same spot. So, Duan, where can uh, where can people find you and follow you? So super easy. It's Duanderful. So Duanderful.com, uh, at Duanderful on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Duantastic on TikTok. <laughs> so, Love it. Love it. Thank you. Wonderful. Uh, I'm everywhere. <laughs> there you go. Thank you so much for uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you, Jeff. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Have an amazing rest of your day. Rise, fight, love, repeat. Get after it. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast. You now have the knowledge, but without action, knowledge is useless. Choose to act. Choose to step into your greatness and unlock that hero inside of you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so more entrepreneurs can hear this message. If you absolutely love this podcast, which I hope you do, 
then share it up with someone you know who might see benefit from it. Become that beacon of change and together we can impact the world.